folks. We are back. Not 15, not 30, not 45. It's 60 days of summer. I'm Maniac, joined by Long Island Nick, a.k.a. Nick, Nick Island Ice P. And you got the truth, the pros, and the cons. For all action, there are consequences. We are talking Joseph cons. Gentlemen, end of another week here. The baseball season, we are truly in the stretch run. We've got teams clinching, even though there are some more uh, opportunities to do so. Where, how are we doing? What are our thoughts? Where are we at in this 2020 MLB season? Doing great. Yankees are hot. That's all I care about. No, I'm just kidding. Everything's going great. Baseball, fall ball's coming soon. Love it. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how we're starting the football season. And, I mean, baseball's usually, usually around at this time. But it's just crazy how, like, football's just getting off the ground and we're just getting into the postseason. It's amazing. I, I just – I'm excited. There's sports on, like, every night. And it can't get away from it now. It is truly a sports overload unlike any other. So we are leading off here. Obviously, like you said, Nick, one of the biggest storylines in the MLB right now is the Yankees getting hot again. But another team in the black and white clinching the postseason this week. I think that caught a lot of people – not off guard, but surprised that they were able to have success so soon – the Chicago White Sox. So they are back in the postseason for the first time in a while. Obviously, it's expanded postseason, so it's a little bit easier to clinch. That's the most surprising thing to me. Not that, like, they clinched, but just the whole se- the season as a whole, whether it was Tim Anderson or whether it was that pitching staff led by Giolito, in my opinion. Uh, but what were your uh, – where are you guys at in this MLB season? Yeah, so with the White Sox, it's crazy. I feel like Giolito set the tone for them. It's just very rarely does something like that happen with the, with the, uh, with the no-hitter. I mean, that, that's impressive, especially in a shortened season. You know, you only have 60 games to do it, and it was impressive. So I think that set the tone. But I think coming into the season, it was the Twins' division to lose, as we've said. And, like, there was Chicago who just surprised us, and then there was Cleveland who's still right there, too. But I think the more impressive thing was, I say it all the time, Luis Robert. It's, it's Luis Robert, but I say Robert. I keep bringing it up, but really. Anyone who had the under in six minutes for cons to mention Luis <laughs> Robert, you have covered. You've covered. Um, and it, it's just amazing to see him, you know, people thought he was going to taper off. And he did for like, what, a week and a half? And then he exploded again. Um, I, if, I, if I'm a betting man, and, and not to, I'm not really a big gambling guy, I'll put my money on the White Sox to to take this thing home and really do some damage in the postseason. Really impressed with, with, you know, what they've done given all the injuries that they've had in the past. Yeah, I I agree with cons. I mean, they've got two bona fide MVP candidates too. I mean, you got Tim Anderson, you got Jose Abreu. I mean, they're right there. They are right there in the MVP discussion. Um, You mentioned Giolito, their pitching staff is solid. They just have a really good, well-coached ball club as well. Um, but I, I believe Maniac, I mean, opening night, you and I talked about the White Sox. That was one of those teams that could make noise. They have a good young squad. They've got a decent pitching staff. Uh, I saw, I saw uh, our, our friend Juan Encarnacion walk in the parrot tonight. Um, they, they've got a team that's got some players that have been there, and they've got some players that are young enough that the pressure might not hit them. Like, you know, do, like the D-train, Dontrell Willis back in 03. That leg kick? I mean, yeah, but like he was like he was immune to he was immune to any type of anxiety, and that's what some of these young kids come up and do. Now don't hurt yourself. 
I literally might have <laughs> just pulled something. But no, you guys hit the nail on the head. They got Tim Anderson batting 365 or something. You got Jose Abreu at 17 bombs. Uh, and I believe he's leading the league in hits. Second in the uh, MLB right now in wins. These Chicago White Sox. So very uh, crazy. Real quick before we go on. Edwin Encarnacion and the Parrot. Is that a top two celebration of the MLB right now? Oh, for sure. For and, sure. I mean, tenure-wise, it. it's got to be the longest one, right? Like, nobody else has been doing a celebration that long. I missed this. I missed this in pinstripes. Is, and, and nobody... is Fernando Rodney still pitching? The, the, the arrow would be the only thing I can think that's uh, yeah. been going as long but, as the Parrot. But people, people hated the bow and arrow. People love the Parrot, no matter oh, what. Yeah. That's the cool people thing about the it. Parrot. The awesome thing about the Parrot is there's no way to, like, diss the Parrot. <laughs> there is celebration. No. Like, remember when Pools and Trout started firing bow and arrows at each other? It <laughs> <laughs> <That> was incredible. <laughs> incredible. But, hey, so talking about these hot teams, we're talking about let's transition to the National League. Not really so much of a surprise as the White Sox, but – Still a team that's young. Still a team that's exciting to watch. The Atlanta Braves. The Tomahawks are chopping down south. The Braves are finding a way to get it done. As a Yankees fan, it's a little scary. I remember 96. I remember 99. I mean, even in 99, those that series was a lot closer than, you know, it looked on paper. So, um, with that said, Atlanta Braves. Basically third, fourth in the NL right now. Uh, what do you guys think of their lineup? What do you think they got going on? And it seems like with the Marlins currently in second place, the Braves are going to be running away with this NL East, Nick. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think uh, the Braves are going to really have to blow up in order to actually lose this division. But, I mean, you look at their lineup. I mean, they've got players up and down the lineup that aren't only superstars, but are potential MVP candidates. You know, it could be a potential candidate, candidate year in and year out. You know, you got your guys like Freddie Freeman, Acuna. Um, I mean, even someone like Ozzy Albies, he's really not producing. I mean, there, there's a couple players in the lineup that, you know, that are doing uh, – Mar Marcelo Zuna. There's, there's players in the lineup that are studs, and there's players that are underperforming right now that are probably going to play even better. And then you got your guys that are just consistent, like your Freddie Freemans of the bunch, that are just going to do it on both sides of the baseball. Um, I'm afraid of the Braves. Like you said, Maniac, I mean, that's a team that, you know, I, I still say the Dodgers are going are gonna to take it home uh, in the NL. They're not going to win the World Series. The Yankees are. But I, I really think that the Braves can give them a run for their money. I really do. Yeah, I, <clears throat> Nick, I, I, I agree with you. I, I just, if you told me at the beginning of the season that Cole Hamels was going to be one of the pitchers in a much-needed stable rotation, I'd have been like, the Cole Hamels from like 10 years ago. Yeah, that's the guy pitching for them right now in their lineup. And they've, they've been decimated by injuries. Um, they've had a little bit of it. They've been ineffective at times, but they're still finding that, that stability. So, you know, they were going to have Cole Hamels, Ian Anderson, and Kyle Wright, um, you know, in that rotation for postseason, which I like because there's that experience with Cole Hamels. Say what you want. He has struggled, but he has that postseason experience, and some guys rise to the occasion. Something else to look at, too. Although Acuna, is, you know, as of right now, has had no hits and 12 strikeouts in his last 18 at-bats, they still have an 823 OPS. They're still hitting the baseball with a lot of power. And, you know, I, my, my cousin texts me and he goes, when are you going to talk about the Braves? When are you going to talk about the Braves? I go, what's there to talk about? Tell me, as a fan, what are you reading? What are you seeing? He goes, Freddie Freeman leads the National League in batting average and RBI and is second in OPS through Wednesday. Is he in the MVP race? And I go, let me go do my reading on it. 
And I go and I do my reading and I find out that not only are they hitting the baseball without Acuna hot, but their bullpen's pretty deep. Yeah. And their 235 ERA from the sixth inning on, that's just going to carry them deep in the postseason. I do think the Dodgers World Series to lose, as we say every episode. But this Braves team, man, they're going to knock down some doors. And I like it. It's exciting. And they have a three-game lead on the Marlins with the Marlins coming to town on Monday. It's going to be interesting to see that matchup. I'm really curious to see how that, how that plays out for them. No doubt a big series coming up. And real quick, before we transition out of the NL, one team that's almost as hot as the Braves, I mean, record-wise in the last seven they are, the Cincinnati Reds. So don't forget about them because with Castillo and Bauer, that's a, that's a one-two that can keep a team in any series. Not, not to hold us up on this, but Trevor yeah. Bauer, watching him pitch is impressive. He's just toying with guys on the mound, making all these noises because he knows we're going to hear them. Every pitch he throws, he's like Serena Williams on a serve. Ooh, ooh. And like he's just making guys whiff, and it's so exciting to watch. So it's great. It's great. Love me some Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Trevor Bauer currently with a 171 ERA, number two in the league, second to who cons? Uh tell me, tell me. Your tell boy, me. your boy. Shane Beaver. Of course. Shane Beaver. Of course. The Shane event, as they say. So Beaver currently rocking a 153. That's incredible, even for a portion of the season. We're basically into what? This would be the equivalent of being into like late May, like like basically right now. So that's pretty. Freaking impressive by those guys. He's an American League pitcher. He's an American League pitcher. He shouldn't have an ERA that well. Yep. Yeah. No way. No well, doubt. actually, it doesn't matter this year. There's no DH. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit <laughs> of a push this year. But you're right. No, they even do it in, in this season. The lineups are still the same. But speaking of, uh, we've been talking about some teams getting hot and team getting cool. Unfortunately for us in Buffalo is the Buffalo Blue Jays, and it's funny because they get Bichette back and everything had kind of held serve for that Serena Williams reference. Uh, <laughs> for the time being, they, the Blue Jays were one of the hottest teams in the MLB. They were hitting great at Salem Field. And, yeah, a little bit of a bump in the road here. But my take is kind of like this was a team that was at the blackjack table and just ripping 20s and ripping <laughs> blackjacks, and the dealer was busting. They were due to get crushed for a couple of hands. And let's face it, this Yankees lineup is a buzzsaw. It doesn't matter. I mean, you got Gardner hitting two run home runs now, so it's going to be trouble for that. Uh, no matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you're the Blue Jays, doesn't matter if you're the Cleveland Indians, doesn't matter if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers. But this Yankees lineup is at a full throttle. There's nothing in the MLB that can compete with it, guys. So somehow I transitioned from talking about the Blue Jays struggling to actually talking about how good the Yankees lineup is. But – with that said, do you think the Blue Jays are going to continue to flop, continue to stay cool? Or is, you know, Hernandez, Biggio, Bichette, Guerrero, uh, and, you know, some spotty pitching and, uh, and the occasional Ryu every five days, is that going to keep them in it? Nick, you take okay. this first. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> I mean, you kind of you just, just made the point, Maniac. The names are there. The players are there. You know, I really think that this team is better than what we saw. I mean, they ran into the – like you said, the best lineup in baseball. Everything was working on all cylinders for the Yankees. They ran into a team that was kind of a little upset with how they were playing, and they all came together at the right time. That spells disaster for a team like the Blue Jays. But to your point, Maniac, they got all these big names. They got a decent staff. I think they'll turn this around. I think they'll still squeak into the playoffs. I don't think they're going to flop. 
No, I don't think it's a matter of if they're going to flop. It's just this is my this is my thing with the Toronto. Oh, we're Blue talking Jays. flop. We're talking well, okay. flop, flopasauruses. But, but like, go if, if you want to talk flop, that no, that's fine. I'm just you know I, I felt this way, and not to bring football into it, but it's kind of like when the Bills made the playoffs in 2017. It was like, yeah, we made the playoffs. It's like, yeah, but you want to compete in the playoffs. So, you know, you, you want to be a team that people, people are scared of, that people, you know, are intimidated by. And with all due respect to the Blue Jays, I'm not, ta- I'm not dogging them here, okay? But you don't just want to be a baseball team that makes it to the postseason, especially in a year like this when you have a chance to compete. It's just kind of like we've seen, we've seen this Blue Jays lineup play exceptionally well. With Bichette in the lineup, with Bichette out of the lineup, um, it seems like there's these blunders that they have that come back to bite them. They'll have seven games where they have no errors. And then there was Derek Fisher the other night that just, just oh. bad play on a fly ball that opens the floodgates. Yeah, and this, that was awful. And this happened to talk about floodgates. How about Ben Nicholson Smith's uh, tweet feed? Ripping on him. I've never seen ripping a ripper do that. It was incredible. I, I, and, and that's the thing. Like, and it happened to the Yankees when they came to Buffalo. Luke Voigt misses that ground ball, and then the Yankees end up getting shell-shocked in the yep. opener of that series. So my, my concern with the Blue Jays right now is two things. Um, how deep they're going to be in the rotation. Tanner Rourke is struggling. Chase Anderson is struggling. They've given up 10-plus runs to the Mets and the Yankees twice. And as of right now, it looks like they're on their way to giving up another 10 runs. Not dogging them again, just saying. It's, no, facts, facts, it's, facts. It's, it scares me, though. So if I'm a Blue Jays fan um, – I'm excited. I think they have a lot of good guys, a young core. But remember, Teoscar Hernandez is coming off an oblique strain. It's going to take him like a week to get back in. So let's just hope he gets back to that form he was at two weeks prior to that injury. That's all. Cons, you sound like a Yankees fan. I'm just saying it. You know, oh, you no, want to be a – Oh, Cons is a Yankees fan. Don't I let know, him... I know he is. He I was the thousand 1,000% a Blue Jays fan. And then with that – when that 10-run inning happened to the Yankees, it, it, it pierced Cons in a way that he wasn't ready for. And he right. fully reverted back to not only like 90-10 Yankees, <laughs> he is 97-3. to three. He's 97-3. I'm not trying yeah. to hate on him. Oh, just... yeah, and just to be clear, I mean, Yankees fan all my life, I love that there's a professional sports team yeah. playing in Buffalo, and that's where my allegiance is for the moment. But the staying power is with the Yankees. Next year, opening day, I will be a Yankees fan through and through for now i gotta support the buffalo blue jays and what i gotta say the the blue jays championship tape needs a little adversity so this series would be a great one for it the one they just play against these i'm just joking speaking of series against the yankees we have one coming up next week we'll be at seneca one tower nick are you gonna make it down for that are you, are you, oh, oh my gosh i, I would we got it we got to call in we got to call in one of those days for those yeah, four who we call who we gotta do we gotta have a little uh, allergy attack or something and I okay <laughs> attack 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 Okay, yeah. so we're gonna go. But four games here. We got Mike, or we got hip hop karaoke. We'll be there Monday, so we might be doing some singing. We might be doing some prop bets if there's a home run hit, like one of the sides has to sing or something like that, and keep the fun rolling. So maybe if there's a lot of dingers, it could be pretty exciting. Gonna have my cousin Vintage as well, as well as a slew of guests at the Trainwreck Suite in Seneca One Tower. Gentlemen, I know we've already talked about it, but you know the standings. They've kind of held serve from where we were last week. Uh, I'll let you kick it off, Nick, and then you can take it, Cons. But what are you guys seeing? Is there any team that's sticking out? Because for the most part, none of the upper echelon of the standings changed that much from last week. Yeah, I mean, you're spot on. I mean, 
the the standings haven't really dug too much of a shuffle. We haven't had that that shuffle that we had, you know, earlier on this season. Oh, it was awesome. It was great. I mean, it was unbelievable. Um, look where the Rockies are now. That's just that just goes to show you what we were looking at earlier on. But, um, you know, the Cincinnati Reds to kind of bring that back up. I mean. We talked about this on opening night as well, Maniac. I mean, yep. they're a team that has and, and the reason we talked about it was because their odds were like the White Sox were like twenty-five to one and the Reds were eighteen to one to win the series. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, those those that's a pretty nice bet, you know. So um a team like the Reds, they can make some noise. Um that's a team that I that I have that may surprise some people come October, uh, you know, into this playoffs because um we said it a few times on this show. What wins in what wins in October? Pitching, and they've got plenty of it. So we'll see. Yeah, there's two teams that stand out to me right now. Um, the first one being uh, my beloved San Diego Padres. Uh, you know, that, whoever had the bet on when I was going to uh, announce that on this episode, you also covered as well. <laughs> um, so I mean, we know they can hit, but did you guys know that? They're fourth in strikeouts this season. We sat here on opening night saying, they have no identity on the pitcher's mound. Eh, wrong. Here they are, mowing teams down. Still, I, I mean, I got to say, if there's one team that I think in the postseason, if they got there, could compete, I'm going on a limb here, with the Los Angeles Dodgers, it would be the San Diego Padres. I really do. If, if Clayton Kershaw goes back to his playoff form, Tatis Jr. is chomping at the bit. I, I just – I see no reason why they can't take him down. Machado so, versus one former team, team? Right, right. Former team for what, like a month? But oh, still. Hey, oh, well, so, the, the highlight of him striking out to end the World Series is going to last yeah. That guy. Right, right. The other team, um, we, we already know how good they are. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay Rays. They're six and seven so far in September, but they were 21-7 in August. Um, and they just know how to develop pitchers. Tyler Glass now struggled in Pittsburgh. He's now one of the best pitchers on their staff behind Blake Snell. And Charlie Morton's not having his best season, but they're still getting consistent above average innings from him. So the team out of the AL that I'm most concerned about right now is the Tampa Bay Rays, because I think as a team, they're a juggernaut. You know, yeah. and um, it's good to see the Yankees coming up and starting to get, you know, produce those runs. But you got to get through Tampa Bay if you want to get to play, if you want to play the Dodgers late, late in this, uh, this postseason. So. Facts only. Uh, that's our standing shuffle segment. Like we said, not that much of a shuffle. So not too much crazy. So that, with that said, the picture is starting to come into focus, gentlemen. I will let cons go first on this one and then we'll go Nick P and then myself. Give me your league championship series prediction for each respective league. Um, so, as much as I want to take the Yankees, as much as I do, uh, I got to go with the White Sox right now. <laughs> They're hot. For, oh. for the, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Like, I'm trying not to be biased here, but I, the Sox, oh. man. Like, oh. okay, all right. Let me tell you what's going to happen with the Yankees, okay? Let me tell you what's going to happen to Luis Let me tell you what's going to happen with the Yankees. Hero Tanaka. He's going to run love, into Garrett Cole. He's going to run I into Adam Anavito, okay. who plays okay. with Hero on his jersey. Uh, you know what? I love this freaking team so much. I love the Yankees, I swear. But I, I just I just feel like Aaron Judge is going to get hurt again at some point. Giancarlo Stanton, who knows what's going to happen. The fact that this team's producing runs is because guys like Luke Voigt, 
don't have to carry the load, even though he's leading the, the majors in home runs with 19. You know, I just think that the Yankees are doing well now, but haven't shown me enough this season to make me feel confident that they're going to blow through teams. It's the Blue Jays, okay? Like, you know what I mean? So um, I, I got the White Sox. Um, and then in the NL, I mean, how, how could you – I mean, the Dodgers are just going to just – they're raking right now. And, 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 like, some of their players aren't even playing their best baseball. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm to say the AL – coming out of the AL is going to be the White Sox. Coming out of the NL is going to be the Dodgers. All right, Nicholas. Uh, all right, Nick. Nick locks in the Yankees. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a Yankee hater. I'm not. No, just, no I need, it's I need, not. You're, you're I need not a little bit a more. I need a little more. Pick the team to not make the World Series. It's like, come on. Yeah. So, so here's the way I have it shaping shaping up. We're gonna see a Dodgers, Reds, and LCS. That's like gonna be that. sick. Like and that. then Bauer's gonna throw the ball over the wall again. <laughs> and then in the AL. We're going to come back. We're going to go back in time a little bit. There's not going to be a garbage can or a buzzer this time. And the Yankees are going to take down the Astros. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. 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 I got an IQ of 136. It's been tested. Credit where credit's due. You're right. There's no cheating going on with the Astros this year that we know of yet. And – they, they, they played a little better. They started a little rough edge, but now they're only one game uh, below 500. They're probably going to be a playoff team. So I don't mind that guess. I don't mind that guess. So I, oh wait, what'd you get? Oh yeah. You locked in your NLCS. I got you. Yeah. So the, I will start in the NL. I believe it's going to come down to the Cubs and the Dodgers. Ooh. I think that one of those teams will meet the Padres earlier. It'll be a great series, but the Padres, uh, We'll just lack that veteran presence. I'll just say that. It's kind of – it's understated. It's like, yeah, they're all baseball games, but in the postseason, that experience, the fact, like David Ross has experience with that Cubs. Hosmer. Oh, yeah, Hazi. Hazi Hosborn. Hazi Hosborn. That's fair. Yeah. I, did, I did forget about that. He had a kind of a rough start to his patch in San Diego. I kind of forget that he's out there sometimes. But <laughs> I'll give credit where it comes to. I think Padres make a little run, but it's ultimately the Dodgers and the Cubs in the NL – I think that maybe we do see the Yankees and Astros in some way, but maybe earlier. I'm going to go Yankees athletics. The athletics have just found ways to win ball games. That they're, they're even their, I think their three hitter, Matt Olson, is hit like 190. Hey, so remember the potential they have. Remember something. They lost Matt Chapman. Okay. Just, they, just did. Remember, they did. They did. I, I would love to see that matchup. But a season-ending hip injury to that, I just – there, There's only room for one Chapman in, in the ALCS. That's all I got to say. Please. You mean uh, – Let the Yankees play the athletics. He had to use that the other day. Yeah. Did fair. you guys see that, by the way? Ooh, Chapman had to use the bathroom. Apparently, <laughs> uh, Chapman had to use the bathroom on the mound. Yeah, he pooped did himself. Did you see that? How did that yeah, happen? I think he Before came really himself. close. He was close. How wasn't that like a nuke on Twitter? Like, it, I saw a blurb about it, but how was that not a nuke? The guy you know pooped what, himself like, on the mound. I don't know if that actually happened because he it pooped himself. Wearing, they're wearing pinstripes. I mean, you probably would have saw something, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a situation like with Joe Pop back in the day. <laughs> right. Talk about throwing gas. <laughs> <laughs>
but you did the laugh noise is like a fart noise yep. <laughs> just piling it on like we do here at 60 days of summer sponsored by posda electric you need a commercial or a residential electrical project done call our friends at posda electric 716-698-2711 mention this train never stops and you get a bonus with any home installation gents another great episode of the books what are we looking forward to in the next week before we sign off here going into the weekend well, we got Blue Jays, Yankees, but besides that. Oh, take it away, man. You want me to take it away here? All, All right. right. So the one <clears> – <throat> I mentioned it early, um, but the one um, matchup I'm looking forward to as the season kind of – first of all, the one thing I want to say is Luke Voigt. Uh, we didn't, I didn't – I wanted to touch on him real quick. I think now that Luke Voigt has some guys in the lineup to that, – that guys are maybe a little more intimidated by, that's not saying teams aren't intimidated by Luke Voigt. I said at the beginning of the year he needed more at-bats. He got those at-bats. He's finally showing us that power. Um, I, I think it's great for them. 19 home runs leads the, uh, the major league. So I think it's good to see him come on strong. But, uh, you know, we already, as Yankee fans, we watch continuously. I'm going to be focusing on the, the Braves and Marlins series. Um, I really want to see what this Marlins team has uh, in the tank. Uh, they've done so well staying where they're at despite – all the COVID tests, you know, those, the players that tested positive at the beginning of the season, Derek Jeter coming out saying, well, we're going to play our hearts out. And they have, I mean, really Manningly's done a great job. Um, they traded away Jonathan Vilar to the Blue Jays and, and they're still beating teams. So um, you remember three games up the Braves are on the Marlins. That's going to be a key series to watch. Uh, so, you know, we'll see how that plays out, but I mean, I'm taking the Braves in that series, obviously. Um, you know, I, I don't think the Marlins can, uh, can, really take them down uh, in, in my honest opinion, but that's the series that I'm looking forward to down, down the stretch here. So, I mean, what I'm looking forward to is obviously some more good Yankees baseball, but something that's a pretty cool story with Garrett Cole and his high school buddy, Kyle Higashioka, Higgy pop, Hey, Kyle Higashioka, home run stroker, getting Higgy with it. Um, guy had three homers last night. It seems like him and Cole, are just on the same page. It's a really small sample size, but it's going to be interesting come October. Are they going to shake it up, and are they going to put Gary Sanchez on the bench? That's a possibility. So I'm excited to see how this kind of how this kind of comes together. But uh, Higgy and Cole together seem like a match made in heaven, and obviously it's really cool that they went to high school together and played ball together growing up since they were 13 years old. Playing at, the odds of going to high school with someone and playing on the same MLB team, I mean, and in both being in the starting lineup is incredible. Almost as incredible as our audience. Thank you very much for tuning in. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure you are subscribing on YouTube so you get alerts when any new train wreck content comes out. Because you know this train never stops. And you know we're about to have a good time. We're playing baseball here, folks, and we are hitting the stretch run. It's not the dog days of summer. It is a race to the finish here at 60 days of summer. And you know what we say, gents. Let's, Let's play, play ball. ball.